Hello everyone, it's me, your boy Dean. I'm here to give you this piping hot tea. So I wanted to jump on here and just do a quick little episode for you all. So it's been exactly one week since Roe v. Wade was overturned. And all I can say is this, um, it's just been mass chaos has ensued since last week when the decision came out last Friday. And you know, I predict chaos gonna ensue. So since Roe v. Wade was overturned, there have been mass protests. I mean, you know, people have came up to the Supreme Court. I mean, I saw in LA, they were blocking traffic. Like people were really upset. You know, there's been the ongoing legal battle. You know, a lot of these states too um, had these trigger laws put in, in place. Um, as soon as it was overturned, them trigger laws went into effect immediately. Right now, I think 21 states have outright banned abortion. I believe in Louisiana, I think it's two other states, even if for rape or incest, it's still outlawed. Um, in some of these states, if you are caught having abortion, or even, you know, I think they're trying to make it illegal to cross state lines, you you are facing up to, let me see, what did they say? You are, I think, I think you're facing up to like 15 years in prison. Um, the doctor who, who performs the abortion, I believe, um, could be facing life in prison. Um, if you assist somebody um, in getting an abortion, that is a felony as well. So, now who is this calling? Sorry, y'all. Hold on. Y'all know. Goodness. And I thought I thought I told everybody I was doing a podcast episode. Okay, y'all, my bad. Now what was I saying? Oh yeah. So it has become really hectic. It really has. And let me just say this. Because one thing this all has shown me is that people really don't think that a gray area exists. That's one thing all this has shown. Because I've seen so many conversations being had right now. And you know, it, it, it's, it, just, it just goes to show you that people think it's just black and white. I've seen so many comments like this would teach these hoes to be responsible. You know, now these single mothers can finally take responsibility. You, you know, my thing is this, it takes two to have a baby now. So why is it always on the mother? And you know, just cause someone has an abortion doesn't make them a hoe. Okay, it's, it's, it's married couples who have abortions. I had a friend in college and she had to abort her baby because it was in a Coptic pregnancy where the fetus was, I believe in Coptic because I think the fetus is growing in the tubes and you know, that could have killed her and she had to have an abortion. So you know, everybody, every woman who goes to have an abortion is not some, you know, hoe getting ran through every night. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's some ratchet women who do that, but everybody who gets an abortion does not fit along those lines. You know, and another thing on the flip side, I don't like how, 
you know, if someone says they're against abortion, that makes them evil. I don't, I don't, I don't like that either. The actress Kimberly Elise, and for those of y'all who don't know, Kimberly Elise, she mostly does, you know, black TV shows and black movies and stuff. You know, she hasn't really gone mainstream, although she's been in some mainstream things. Um, like in the early 2000s, it was a bunch of police drama shows. She was in those, but a lot of people have forgotten that. But, you know, she made a post saying she was happy and this could save babies from being born. And, I mean, they drug her all over all over Twitter. I mean, she got drugged. I saw her trend. I thought she had died, but no, she got drugged. And, you know, I didn't agree with that either. You know, people are saying she should be canceled and stuff. And I'm sorry, I, I disagree with that. Especially, you know, I find it funny that, you know, people want to cancel her, but you know, they ain't rushing out to cancel these white men uh, on, on that Supreme Court who, you know, overturned it. Make that make sense. So I, I, I disagree with that too. But that's the first thing I noticed about all that is going on. The second thing I'm noticing is a lot of people just don't understand how the government works. When I said, did that podcast last week, and I read to you all what Clarence Thomas said, that, you know, the court cases concerning birth control, gay marriage, sodomy laws, needs to be looked at and possibly overturned as well. A lot of people were just shocked. Okay, I've seen a lot of people rush, a lot of gay couples are rushing to lawyers' offices wondering should they get married now um you know there's been a lot of topic about the birth control pill and some of these states that are banning abortion they're making plans to you know ban the plan b pill and that shocked a lot of people but you know if if you do research and if you read up on these amendments and you know these rights that have came about you know you you have to see that when you can undo something that opens the door for other stuff to be undid. Okay, one of the reasons that Roe v. Wade was established was the right to privacy. Okay, that right to privacy argument has been used in the birth control ruling. Believe it or not, you know, it was illegal to take birth control. Matter of fact, when the pill came out, a lot of women claimed they were just using it to regulate their cycle, and, and a lot of women do do that. You know, when I was in high school, a lot of my friends took the Plan B pill just to regulate their cycle. But you know, some women were using it, you know, so they can have a good time and not worry about pregnancy. You know, these sodomy laws, you know, back in the day, it wasn't until 2003 that, you know, all that was overturned. A lot of people don't even understand what a sodomy law is. Basically, a lot of states had laws concerning sexual activity. Now, when people think of sodomy laws, they think about gay sex, like anal sex, because that's mostly who those laws targeted. But, you know, uh, these laws also affected, you know, people who go to orgies or people who swing. You, you know, if you want to have sex on a kitchen counter table, that was illegal in some states. And, you know, the Supreme Court has struck all that down. And gay marriage came out in 2015. And, you know, you have seen gay people get married. I've seen gay couples get married. 
And now, you know, it looks like all that could just be whooshed, just taken away. And that's just caught a lot of people off guard. But again, that's because people don't understand how the government works. They don't understand how these rights got here in the first place. And, you know, it's funny. In seventh grade, my teacher always used to say that people don't understand how the U.S. government works. And I understand what she means now. And, you know, another thing that, that, you know, has been on my mind recently is, and I'm glad some people are waking up to it. You all know I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I don't mess with either side. But I'm noticing a lot of younger progressive people are now waking up to the fact that, you know, for this to come about, and the Democrats control the House and the Senate and the presidency, and yet liberals and Democrats are just losing left and right. I'm glad a lot of people are are pointing that out. I'm really glad. Cause see, Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, and all of them keep saying, vote for us, we're gonna protect you. Vote for us, we're gonna do this. Okay, when that leak draft happened in May, that was the time to do something. Now, it's too late. You know, Joe Biden and all of them are trying to say we should codify abortion into the Constitution, I believe. I think that's what they're trying to do. But the odds of that happening are really zero. Now, at least. And so, you know, when these midterms come up, because all this happened in the election year. When these midterms happen, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know who going to win. I don't know which side going to win. To, to be honest with you, I feel like we as a country are fucked either way. But, you know, this the Democratic playbook that's worked for countless, you know, decades. Oh, vote for us. We'll save you. Vote for us. We care about you. I think that's slowly going out the door, buddy. Okay, at least with the people in here. Because, see, you know, I'm sorry, you know, Nancy Pelosi, you you know, going on and on about how evil this is and how wrong this is. But yet you've been in office damn near half a century and you haven't done nothing. Huh. And, you know, hate or love or Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the Supreme Court Justice who died in 2020, always said, you know, she always said that there was a danger of Roe v. Wade being overturned because the reasoning for it was always faulty. It was always on shaky grounds. And you know, the reaction to it has, you know, always been uneasy. There's always been a divide on Roe v. Wade. Ever since I can remember, there's always been a divide on it because it's such a nuanced issue. There's so many twists and turns with it. That's why, you know, I, you know, people who act like it's just a black and a white with this thing and they shot that all this is going on are foolish in my personal opinion. Because, it, it, you know, it, it, this issue is totally gray. And, you know, I really do think some of these Democrats, activists and, and you know, leaders and stuff, all these pro-choice activists really thought that Roe was just, Roe was never going to be overturned. You know, like, they legit thought that. 
Me, Percy speaking, I've been staying on this podcast for two years now. I've always felt like it was going to be overturned. Because the writing was on the wall. I know people were cheering when Trump got out of office, but the groundwork was laid. Okay, and these Republicans are damn near happy. Okay, these anti-abortion activists, these Republican activists are happy and they ain't stopping here. And I've seen another thing I've noticed. I've seen some people who are, you know, anti-abortion, because that's what I'm going to call them, anti-abortion, because, you know, I don't like when they say pro-life, because, you know, a lot of these people are not pro-life. They just anti-abortion, so that's what I'm going to call them. A lot of these anti-abortion people, you know, there's a divide in that community as well. You have one part saying, you know, you know, okay, they just wanted to go back to the States. Then you have this other part that says, oh no, we want to ban it all together. We want to ban this, that, and the third. Okay, Mike Pence, the ex-vice president, then came out and he said that if the, if the Republicans went in the midterms and take everything back, that they gonna, you know, try to try to make abortion ban nationally. It don't matter what New York or California says. We gonna ban it. Okay, a lot of people are saying Clarence Thomas is right, that at least on that side, that you know, gay marriage is needs to be ruled unconstitutional. They need to bring back sodomy laws, you know, birth control needs to be ruled unconstitutional. So as you can see, some of these people not stopping with just abortion. They're not. And I really do predict that, you know, as the years go on, you know, they're going to have to keep going back to the Supreme Court because the playing field is greatly different from the 70s when Roe was put in place. Okay, the FDA has approved this little abortion pill where, you know, you don't even got to go to the clinic now. And that opens the door for all sorts of, you know, questions. You know, if a woman in Louisiana orders this pill and, you know, and it goes through the mail, can the mailman be prosecuted for carrying it? Can the post office, if the post office sees it, does they, do they automatically have to call the government and then snitch on the woman? What's even more scary to me is that a lot of women, you know, for the past five years, a lot of women and some transgender people have been using these period tracking apps. I guess, you know, some women have calendars to regulate their cycle and stuff so they know when their period is coming on. And these, um, and these, some of these apps have flat out said that they see irregularities in your chart on their app. They're going to turn your data over to the government. Almost every, every friend I know who've used that have gone off them apps. And that to me is just terrifying. I'm sorry. That is straight out of a communist nation. That's the ultimate irony is you have a lot of these people who, you know, go go off on Democrats and say they're communists. But some of this stuff they're supporting or flat out ignoring because I haven't seen no one conservative anti-abortion person say that's going too far. You know, they, they act like none of this is happening. But that to me is dangerous. Okay, that's dangerous that this app could just give your data over to the government if they see something irregular going on. 
Every woman is different. Some women's cycles flow weirdly at different points in a month. But see, I found it out because I talked to female, my female friends. So, you know, the playing field is very different from the 70s. As a matter of fact, it's gotten a little more dangerous. And, you know, the final thing that I want to talk about is this. <clears throat> now, let me drink my tea because what I'm about to say, I don't think some of y'all ready for this. So, let me drink my tea right quick. This is what I got to say. So... There's always been a conspiracy theory. Even when I was younger, I mean, my uncle used to talk about this all the time. That, you know, a lot of black people do feel like abortion is a means of population control of, you know, minorities, especially black people. Um, Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, does have a very checkered past. Okay. You know, it's gone to the point where, you know, a lot of people are confused as to her real motives. I mean, the woman's been dead for a long time. But, you know, on one hand, she did a lot of work with the NAACP. A lot of black leaders co-signed her. W.E.B. Du Bois famously co-signed her as he believed in family planning and stuff. And, you know, a lot of immigrant communities You know, she did help a lot of them, especially New York City and Chicago. And, you know, she did advocate for building daycares and stuff. But she did align herself with people who were eugenics, who believed that, you know, a person from this part of the world should should not exist or should not be in this country. So, you know, you know, the legacy of Margaret Sanger is checkered at best. It really is. And I've done research on her. I've watched documentaries on her. And that's the conclusion I've came across from her is that it's checkered. So there's always been the belief that abortion, you know, is a means of population control. Because especially back in the 80s and 90s, a lot of abortion clinics were in poor neighborhoods that particularly, you know, black and Hispanic people live. You know, now I think, you know, that that's from my understanding. Even the hospitals that did it secretly before it was legalized were usually in hospitals where poor people or black people or Hispanic people went. Okay, in the rich, ritzy areas of cities and towns, you know, at least in America, you know, they weren't doing no abortions. Usually a lot of the rich, the rich people who had to have an abortion, they usually went out of town or out of the country and flew to, flew to Mexico, Puerto Rico. And even then, you know, the abortion centers are there were usually in poor areas. So that's always been the belief. However, you know, like I said, you know, things are very different today a lot of people do believe that the reason that this was overturned and that you know a lot of these conservative activists have been wanting to overturn abortion is because the white population at least in america is going down 
and that, you know, minorities are outnumbering white people now. Now, I'm gonna give you all my opinion on that, but I wanna play you all this clip that Representative Mary Miller, who was a Republican running in Illinois, because you know, after this happened, Trump was just doing victory rallies, because I mean, he did put three Supreme Court judges in who overturned this. And you know, Representative Mary Miller decided to give her opinion on it, and this is what she had to say, and this caused a huge controversy. Headlines a rally to support two Republican candidates ahead of Tuesday's primary. Comments made by one of them, Congresswoman Mary Miller, are drawing backlash. During last night's rally, Trump endorsed State Senator Darren Bailey in the six-way GOP race for governor. He told the crowd at the Adams County Fairgrounds near Quincy, Bailey will restore the state to greatness. Trump also reiterated his support for Miller, who is facing five-term Congressman Rodney Davis in the newly redrawn 15th District. This is what Miller said about celebrating the overturning of Roe versus Wade. President Trump, on behalf of all the MAGA patriots in America, I want to thank you for the historic victory for white life in the Supreme Court yesterday. Miller's spokesperson says she misspoke. He says the Congresswoman rather intended to say the decision was a victory for a right to life, not a victory for white life. Okay, y'all, y'all heard that foolishness. <clears throat> y'all heard that foolishness. And I'm sorry, I'm calling bullshit. I think I think when she said um protecting white life, I think she meant exactly what she, what she said. And I understand sometimes some people misspeak misspeak because I've misspoken on this podcast millions of times. But I'm sorry, you know how how her how her team has moved and you know she's a very big anti-abortion person and a lot of these groups that align that she's aligned with i think she meant what she said because see you know it's called the great replacement theory and that's the belief that you know elites the elites of the world are trying to displace white people and trying to lower the white race and take over the white race that is a conspiracy theory that, you know, a lot of people do believe. You know, the little teenager in Buffalo, he believed that. Okay, the QAnon people, they believe that. You have a lot of people who, you know, during the pandemic have gone down these deep rabbit holes and just watching countless video after countless video. And, you know, because no one trusts the media, they believe this stuff. So, you know, a part of me does think there is a faction out there that, you know, want to roll over time so they can force, you know, white women to have white babies. I do. Because think about it. Why else would they be going after these other rights? especially birth control. If the argument is, well, y'all can use birth control and just be more responsible. Okay, using birth control is responsibility, so why you want to overturn that? 
Another thing that I, I know a lot of people are not talking about is that Joe Biden and all of them are trying to fly all these Ukrainians over here. And I'm not saying the Ukrainian people not suffering. But you know, it does make you think. Okay, the Ukrainians are white. You know, when they do these little surrogacy um, programs where these rich, rich people, you know, pay these poor women to carry their babies for them. A lot of those women are from Ukraine. A lot of people don't know that. When that whole mess happened in Ukraine, a lot of Americans and British people were nervous because, you know, there's that, you know, the women carrying their child was over in Ukraine. So, again, all of this does make you think. Is this conspiracy that they want to force, you know, white people to have white babies? Is that true? And now part of me does believe there is a certain part of that that is true. Now, do I think it's the only motivator of of the anti-abortion movement? No. You know, some people do think it's wrong. There are some people who do think it's murder. They have a right to, to believe that. But like I said, it's not always black and white like that. It's not. Now, now I do want to point out this. Okay, you know, I know people are saying that the white race has gone down. But the black race is going down as well. Black people are not having that many kids like that either. Or at least with other black people. The truth is that, you know, the country's become more mixed. Hell, there's a joke going on that the NBA now stands for the National Biracial Association. You look at that NBA draft pick, almost um, a bunch of them dudes now that are signed up for the NBA or playing in the NBA are light-skinned with curly hair and either blue or green eyes. And when they show their parents, one is white and one is black. So, you know, it's not just the white race that's going down. The black race is going down as well. Because I know black people, some black people love believing that one drop theory. But, you know, as, as time is going on, a, a third category is being created called biracial. And even then, you know, the playing field is also very different as well. It used to be, at least in the 90s, black people were the number one minority in America. Now, it's Hispanics. Okay, there are more Hispanics in the United States than black people. That's why, you know, the closer we get to the midterms, I'm starting to see more ads in Spanish. I'm starting to see more politicians going to Hispanic neighborhoods speaking Spanish now. You know, now the, the immigration thing is up, is up again for debate. Okay, the number of Asians have got grown in the country as well. And now that they're recognizing that Asians vote a certain way, now they're trying to court the Asian vote. So, you know, black people as well as white people have been kind of replaced. And, you know, I'm going to just sum this episode by saying this. It's obvious to me that last Friday's decision has just unleashed a Pandora's box. And it'll just be very interesting to see where the cards are, you know, landed. But whatever they're landing, you always should bet that your boy D will be here to serve you this piping hot tea. And you all have a blessed day, and I'll talk to you all later.